All right, uh, welcome back. Uh, again, uh, the, actually, uh, you were the uh, my my most previous uh, guest on on the podcast. So, uh, welcome back, Luke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cool. Gaijin. Uh, how you doing, man? Long time no speak. Yeah, that's. Yeah. It, I've been good. I've been good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been over a year, I think. It right? has at least has, maybe yeah. more. Yeah, I took a little <laughs> uh, took a little uh, sabbatical from pretty much all of this stuff for a while. I was right. Uh, busy with work you know and just uh, I got burnt out you know what I mean so um, I don't know I don't know how you I mean I guess you know what you do that's uh, that's how you generate uh, your um, your income and everything so I guess that's like motivating to for you to do that you know every day plus you, you seem to enjoy it you know so I do yeah, I do quite yeah. a bit yeah yeah I, I enjoy it too it just um, yeah with everything sometimes it gets a little bit much but uh, but I wanted to, uh, you know, of course, uh, bring you back on, kind of, uh, you know, get your thoughts on some recent developments within the, uh, the, the streaming world, especially IRL streaming world here in Japan. So uh, um, I'm sure there's uh, most people uh, out there listening kind of know uh, some of the news that's been going on. So, but yeah. uh, before we, you know, kind of get started, um, you know, just for any of the new listeners, uh, if you could just um, kind of introduce yourself and, and, and tell us a little bit about what you do. Sure. Um, <clears throat> sorry, my voice is a little bit out. I think it was like that last time, too. This is pretty common <laughs> yeah. when you do like 10 to 15 hour streams in a day right. and talk constantly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, I started off as a YouTuber uh, doing van life and travel. I still do that, but uh, I've moved more into mainly live streaming on Twitch. Uh, I used to be a Reddit live streamer as well. That's what got me into live streaming oh, when well. they used to have that service. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, now I travel around Japan. So about three days a week, I do very long streams and they involve sometimes here in the studio, if you guys can see what's going on or uh, games or just travel or hanging with people like the social stuff. So right. it's kind of the difference for me between um, when I was doing YouTube live and now doing mm -hmm. Twitch is YouTube was very purely travel focused. Like, let's see a place, let's show this place, let's yeah. talk about it. But uh, what I'm doing now is more like living my life. So I go and, okay. you know, eat a sandwich outside and have coffee and talk with Chad, or I go yeah. bike three hours into Tokyo or something, you know? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, that's cool. pretty much what that's I do. Cool. Now, yeah, that awesome. Uh, now, how long have you actually been doing this full time? Uh, again because last time we spoke oh, it yeah. was like just over a year or something but uh i mean in total uh, when when did you kind of just dive into this again so uh so i started youtube about um i guess what three and a half years ago yeah. like right around the pandemic start mm -hmm. time i i was already kind of interested in it but that that gave me a little extra time to really give it a shot and then um yeah, things went kind of bad with work. Uh, mm -hmm. The company bought it out. It got very toxic, a very bad workplace environment. And so I, I, I was in this position where, hey, maybe I should just take the rest of my holidays and, uh, you know, give this a go. And that was about two and a half years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. And now you've been doing this, like, as you said, like two and a half years. It's yeah. uh, almost coming up on, on three years for you. But uh, yeah how is that life like uh, it, you know a lot of people you know who watch you you know um on twitch and and everything and, and see your youtube videos like that's um I, I would say you know maybe more on twitch they see more of your daily life right but yeah how, how is the you know a, a 
really your daily life that that's that's kind of crazy how you're kind of showing your your life to you know to the to to the world really you know yeah yeah um so. what you mean your question is like how how is it for me yeah yeah like oh you know looking back on it now like almost three years in oh. like how do you feel about that so. well i mean um for a while I was feeling like I hadn't really made a lot of progress mm. uh, given the time but at the same time when I look uh, I, I guess um, a lot of people consider the number of subs the number of follows and they look at the the pure numbers and feel like that's their their merit you know like that's what makes them good or bad right. um, but what I've been able to do I think uh, very luckily over the last two and a half years is is foster a very good uh, community of people who are super supportive. So they've helped with every aspect of my stream. Uh, they're always there kind of cheering for me, rooting me on, but also being supportive in any way they can be. And so I, I feel like even though I, I don't, I'm not a, a big streamer by any means or a big YouTuber by any means, I, I do feel like I have something very good here. Right, right. That's cool. Yeah, because uh, I, I can imagine just transition transitioning into that could have been you know quite uh, yeah. quite scary in the beginning you know because oh, yeah. you're not oh, sure yeah. if it's gonna keep going or, or what's gonna <laughs> happen and then you have you know kind of situations like like what's happened recently where now mm. there's um, you know kind of talk that they might be cracking down on it here in Japan so um, right yeah so for. Uh, you know, for the audience, uh, most people probably know, but uh, for those who don't, uh, there's been some issues with nuisance streamers, IR, IR, IRL streamers, uh, nuisance right. IRL streamers here in Japan. Um, could you, I mean, that's your world. Uh, you know, I'm just yeah. kind of a viewer. Um, you know, obviously, what are your thoughts on these types of streamers that are, uh, you know, coming over here and, and causing trouble? Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, I think we all, because um, I have a lot of friends who are content creators, and yeah. I think we all really feel, um, obviously, it's brought a lot of negative attention mm -hmm. to us, mm -hmm. and uh, we all we all feel kind of upset about it. Um, I was, uh, just to give you a, a quick story, generally, if people are interested, they see me streaming, and they get kind of like, you know, interested in what I'm doing, and they come in and approach me, or follow me, or, or look at me. I'm usually very open to go and talk to them and say, oh, hey, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. streaming right now, but, you know, is it okay to put the camera on you? And I talk with them. Uh, but very recently, I was in northern Japan. I don't know if you saw this on Instagram or TikTok or anything, but um, this guy on a bike just started following me, like, very slowly, very following me for about 10 minutes. Okay. It was super creepy. And... I was feeling, you know, if it had been any other time before all this stuff happened, I would have been really excited. You know, hey, yeah. someone seems interested in what I'm doing. I would have gone and talked to him. I was actually kind of scared. Um, right, yeah, yeah. Because I felt like he might see me as one of those nuisance streamers because there's not a lot of people w walking around with cameras in Aomori. So, right, right. Um, and and it's, it's been making YouTube, uh, Japanese YouTube news. It's been making regular news. So now I feel like the image that people have of regular streamers is now, is he one of those guys? <laughs> one of those guys, Ra right? Yeah. Rather than, oh, are you a YouTuber and very yeah. excited to talk to us? It's more like, is, oh, maybe he's one of those bastards, basically. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, so uh, like you've been kind of, as you said, kind of looking over your shoulder sometimes, you know, people like uh, following you. What, what happened with that? Did they just kind of... Um, 
eventually stop or did you address it or what, what happened? I just crossed the street yeah. and he followed on the other side for a little while and then he just went home. Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah. And then there was, you know, another time I was on a train and I don't like streaming on trains, yep. especially after what's happened. Mm. Um, but I try to keep in the corner to myself and just keep the cam on me and, you know, very much uh, be quiet like this. You know, I'm like, okay, chat, like we're going to, we got two more stations left, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and one guy approached me and he's like, are you live streaming? And I was, I got really nervous. And my chat was also like, uh-oh. Yeah. And I said, I said, yeah. And he's like, okay. And he walked away. <laughs> it was like, the, wow. the, yeah, yeah. It was, it was very, it was very like, I was expecting this like, uh, you know, confrontation. Yeah, yeah. But he's just like, all right. And he walked away. <laughs> That's that sudden like, anxiety that hits you and then the relief probably was like yeah. that was probably a roller coaster for you at that point but, but right? i've never had this before all this uh media attention to yeah. the nuisance streamers so i'm actually yeah. feeling a little bit scared i mm. try to avoid the trains i did a train stream for about an hour the other day and i was so nervous like the whole time i was just keeping to myself but yeah. it was um yeah it's uh it's definitely feels like a different environment some mm. some young guys walk by me a couple of days ago and almost every time there's young guys walking by they're always really interested in what i'm doing and they come and say hi but yep. they walked by and they were kind of like oh it's one of those youtube bastards or something like the way they were they they were almost like uh they were very negative as they mm. walked by and they were like they waved at me but it was almost mockingly and it's not the same as it used to be which is very yeah. i think because they're seeing all this news as well yeah, and and that's the thing. It, it's yeah, it's a it's you know big news. It's causing you know these people were causing problems, uh, you know mm -hmm. here in Japan. But the way the media is you know going after it, I, I I'm honestly surprised at how much it blew up. Like it was making yeah. like you know not just internet news, but it was also all over TV and everything. So it was uh, it was quite a big deal. So I imagine like the first maybe few days after that, you were probably wondering what's you know like how's this gonna go you know so um have you seen uh, have you encountered any like negative people um you know uh during some uh, of your streams i mean i i know some of the people that uh i don't know the main one that is getting attention I, i've seen them before in person yeah. just like briefly but yeah. um i know some of the other ones who have uh, done those kind of things yeah. and um i know like there's yeah it's just um you know, I, I don't know how to say it, I guess, but in most countries, if they pull that kind of nonsense, they're going to get their asses beat, basically, yeah. or they're going to get arrested. Um, but Japan has been very, uh, you know, accommodating to YouTubers and live streamers over yep. the past few years, especially during the pandemic. And uh, they're being fully taken advantage of that, uh, that kindness, yeah. basically. And it's... Um, I don't stream a lot. I, I do go to Tokyo and stream biking and walking around, but I don't go in places a lot. Okay. And I have friends that do, uh, that are primarily Tokyo streamers, and they're seeing, they're going to places they used to frequent on stream that are having signs that say no streaming and things like that. So I, yeah. I feel like I haven't experienced that as much in Saitama, mm -hmm. luckily. Um, but I feel like, uh, yeah, businesses are starting to be like, we don't want any of this drama, which is, you know, not good for us, obviously. Right, right. And, you know it's it's not good for you guys but it's you know with all the the backlash and stuff it's it's understandable they just you know the, mm -hmm. in, instead of you know selecting they're just like no we just don't want any of it you know just to kind of cover their bases yeah. you know what i mean it's not nothing yeah. probably personal to you it's oh, just no. you know like they're just like yeah we don't want any trouble you know so and you know uh, other streamers who who don't cause trouble i've 
even before all of this mess happened, I've seen mm -hmm. you know some streams where they're just attacked by drunk people or something, you know, um, yeah. on, on streams. Yeah. I, I've seen that with quite a few streamers actually, and so there was all there was that problem already before. And do you see it getting worse now because of this, or have you seen an uptick in incidences like that? Um, nothing specific to people that I know currently. Um, I think people are being a little like like my situation in Al Morty. Yeah. We're a little more aware of the situation too. And if we feel like something's uncomfortable, we try to avoid it. I mean, like unless you're going for that. So, um, my my feeling on the sort of uh, cringe or uh, you know nuisance type streaming is that it used to be very very popular and it wasn't so um, extreme. Right. So people kind of tolerated it and they were you know they were just doing these these kind of you know cringe things so that they get on you know live stream fails or they get on something <laughs> and they get some kind of you know publicity whether it's toxic or negative or not um but now because you know this has become a, a, a the japanese people have become aware of this as a whole you know with yeah. the news and youtube uh it's really i don't know just it's it's just made it different i think i think anyone that I know mm. is definitely a little more cautious um, and trying to avoid those kind of situations. Sure, sure. Yeah, and um, how do you see it going, though? Like, um, I mean, we don't we don't really know what's <laughs> going to happen, for sure, but I've, I've heard rumors that, uh, you know, the Japanese government might crack down on this sort of stuff or maybe restrict it or even ban it altogether. Do you think that will happen, or do you think it'll just kind of, like, blow over after a while? No, well, um, I got when they announced this kind of thing, mm -hmm. they just basically said they were thinking about it. I got a ton of messages from people. <laughs> I'd imagine so. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, are you going to be okay? Are you going to be done? People come into my stream, like, is this your last stream? Almost like, you know, uh, no. So, what, what, if you look at what they actually said, and this makes a lot of sense, and I think that's the right step in the right direction, is they didn't say they're going to stop streaming. They're going to, I know some people call for that and want it, but the overall consensus is they they want to support, you know, YouTubers and live streamers, but they want to avoid this nuisance type mm -hmm. stuff. Right. So they're going to be cracking down on people creating that situation is what I think okay. is going to happen. So okay. um, for example, if someone's, you know, pushing their camera in someone's face, making them uncomfortable, it'll be more likely that the, hopefully, but we'll you never know, but hopefully that the police would step in. Uh, because they'd have a reason now that it's like there's no you know you can't stop filming in public it's just yeah. part of japanese law it's fundamental that it's going to be really hard for them to ever change that really yeah. i think yeah but um but they can make rules that uh, that apply to um specifically harassment yeah and they can they can change the scope of what harassment entails right so um Right now, I can shove a camera in someone's face, and if a policeman or they ask me to delete it, I can technically say no, I think, and I can pretty much walk away um, if it's in public. But I think that they'll probably crack down on that ability to, uh, because it literally is harassment. So Right, yeah. Um, so I think that they'll hopefully step that up. And for me personally, and a lot of streamers I know, that's fine because our stream style is we drive, we bike, we explore. Yeah. We're not really we ask permission before we put people on camera. Typically, you know, um, we're not really out there um, trying to create drama or pushing our cameras in people's faces. So for us, if they go that direction, that just makes it easier for us because we're not in that boat, you know? Okay. Right. But yeah. I don't think, yeah. I don't, I don't think they're going to ban it in as, as like a, an overall ban. That'd be very difficult because then it, 
it, you know, it hits all the Japanese YouTubers and streamers. That, well, it also hits, you know, technically media because then yeah. they're going to have to, what is okay, what's not okay. You know, it's, it's going to be really difficult, I think. Right, like that, um, I, I know Japan loves to do their man on the street interviews, you know. Yeah, so that's, yeah. That would go away, and I, I don't think the public at large really finds an issue with that, you know. It's just right. these people causing issues, which, and, you know, it's unfortunate, um, and it's not just with the streaming um, community. It's, it's you, you know, kind of uh, issues that, um, you know, just coming out and say it, like foreigners have usually have to do with Japan. It's like the the loud minority of people that cause problems sometimes cause issues for everyone. You know, like right. You know what I mean? Like we, everyone else suffers because of their actions. And I think maybe you know people in your community are kind of feeling that right now, right? It's like yeah. You know, what the fuck are you guys doing right so <laughs> pretty yeah, much yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so. well but and uh, one thing that's i just want to bring up because it's kind of unfortunate is mm -hmm. that they are putting a heavy emphasis on the foreign side um well right now the biggest problems um have been as far as live streaming specifically have been foreigners but uh, japanese people have also done their share of uh very nuisance or cringe things especially for tiktok in japan i don't know if you remember or heard about uh, you know, uh, the, all the sushi stuff where mm -hmm. they were licking, licking um, the, the, the soy sauce containers and, yeah. you know, basically contaminating stuff that, the, that you know, everybody uses. Uh, this is also, uh, there was a news thing where they went into Shibuya. You know, Shibuya is very commonly an open drinking place for people. Yeah. Um, and they were filming all the foreigners and showing that the foreigners were causing all the trouble, but they kind of avoided showing all the Japanese people that were there doing the same stuff, passed out in the street, throwing up. You know, they pretty much focused on the foreigners yep. uh, for that whole report. And it was kind of a bummer because, you know, I've been to Shibuya many, many times. And, yeah, the foreigners are loud and obnoxious, but there's plenty of Japanese people roaming the streets, you know, causing mayhem as well, you know, but, yep. but the focus being on foreigners and I think that's creating this sort of anti-foreigner sentiment with live streaming, with YouTube, with Shibuya, with outdoor drinking in general, just foreigners. So I'm, I'm a little concerned about that because yeah. I feel like, you know, um, people look at me now as, are you one of those tourists that are going to cause some trouble for me True. rather than, Oh, cool. A foreigner. <laughs> right. And you know, these issues didn't start cropping up again until, you know, the, they started opening up the borders and allowing, right. you know, people. And, you know, this is not to say they should have kept them closed. I'm not saying that. I'm, you know, <laughs> actually, I, I like, you know, you know, tourists coming back and everything. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, of course, more influx of people is going to, you know, the, some people don't really know the social norms and cues. And they say, oh, wait, you know, for example, like we're both, you know, American, like Americans in general, it's not a in our culture to drink out in the open right it's you know right. people either paper bag it or, or whatever right so yeah. they come here and they see people just cracking open a beer and walking down the street like oh that that's cool let's just do it and so they see other people do it and then they yeah kind of gather right you know and you know like you i've been to shibuya i've you know been drinking out in shibuya i've um, stood outside you know the kombinis and stuff before yep. um and you know some years ago and um it can get rowdy, but I mean, I remember even when I first came here, you know, like I was out partying Shibuya one night and it's like, uh, I was catching the first train back and it was maybe five thirty in the morning. And there was, I saw, you know, two, I think it was Australian or Irish 
people, you know, uh, fighting in the street because they were drunk. But I also saw passed out salarymen on the, you know, in the street puking and everything. Yep. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's everybody, you know, it's, that's just Shibuya, yeah. Yeah. right? So, um, but you're right. Like the media has just been showing like only the foreigners causing the issues. And uh, some comments I see on online from, you know, Japanese uh, social media, it's like, they're all saying like these these kind of foreigners are, are not welcome here and stuff and that's a, right. a small segment you know but yeah, yeah. It, it is causing some some issues right so yeah uh but uh what do you think is going to happen with halloween like that's usually a big thing in, in shibuya so well um you know and and I hear on both sides of this. So, of course, they've banned uh, the sale of alcohol three days before, three days after, which is a little longer than they usually do, mm-hmm. um, I think. I think usually it's like a day or two before and after, right? Um, and they went uh, – I saw some news report where, you know, like the mayor or someone's walking through the streets with um, signs like no drinking in public and stuff. But, you know, um, <laughs> I my first thought was that everyone's just going to move somewhere else. Yeah. Because – I mean, there's nothing really specific about Shibuya other than just, like, it's very well lit, and there's a lot of places to just stand around or sit. But, I mean, Shinjuku has that, too, and lots of other places have that, too. So um, they're pretty much putting a Band-Aid on on a massive wound, right? They're not really solving the problem, you know? Um, So I don't don't know how they would solve the problem, but right now... uh, There's just... um, There's not a lot of support. You know, they, they... these convenience stores, they allow people to drink outside because they make a lot of money yeah. by doing that, but they're not putting out trash bags, trash cans, or, you know, facilitating, you know, had they don't have restrooms. So people are throwing their garbage everywhere and peeing everywhere. And, you know, it's, um, I think that they need to, if they're going to, if they're going to offer that service of, Hey, you can stand outside our place and drink, you know, cause they're not, they could easily stop that. They could put signs like no standing, They've, you know, some places have done yeah. that, yeah. Um, but they really like the profits they make from, you know, the alcohol sales and everything. But then they're not offering, you know, a way to make that cleaner or nicer, right? So then it ends exactly. up just, yeah. So I, I feel like it's kind of cheating on their part too. Like if you're go, if you're gonna make money from it, you should also support keeping it clean. Yeah. So maybe maybe putting out some, I, I know it's weird, but putting out some tables or chairs, putting out some garbage cans, and having, you know, the rest. The, they all have restrooms, but a lot of uh, Tokyo has blocked them since COVID. Uh, originally, it was. Uh, COVID preventative measures, you know, yeah. um, and then they've kept them closed in a lot of uh, busy areas, just saying like, oh, our, our toilet's not accessible. But I think that's really um, kind of like un- unfair because people go to this convenience store expecting there's a toilet, they don't have it, then they just walk in the streets and go, they can't find one, they go pee in an alleyway, and it's it's kind of gross. I mean, yeah. Shibuya yeah. is nasty now. It's yeah, very yeah. nasty. Yeah, um, I don't go as often as I used to, uh, but you know, last time I was there, it's just the the overwhelming. Just it, you're right; it, it just stinks. You know, it's, just, it's yeah. just there's a lot of smells that are not great there. You know, but that's um, as you said, like if they're gonna ban it there, people are naturally just gonna migrate somewhere else, right? Yeah. So, um, it's like you said, putting a bandaid on an op- you know big open wound. It's uh, it's not really fixing anything. It's just ho- that, that's what I mean. Like I think with this big issue with the nuisance streamers, you know, it's ma- making a lot of media attention. But at the end of the day, I don't really think, my personal opinion, I don't really think much is going to be done, and it'll blow over eventually, and then things will go yeah. back to where they were, right? Uh, yeah. Do you, do you think so? Or Well, I could see them, um, I can see some long-term things, like, for example, 
um and uh this would this would be uh, really maybe it's for the best although it would it would affect pretty much all of us is mm -hmm. they might they see trains banning cameras the way that they ban food i mean it's like you're not supposed to eat or drink on a train but you can technically but it's it's frowned upon mm -hmm. but maybe they'll actually go as far as like you know no no cameras on trains or they you know businesses i think will step up their stuff like more more major chains might just say we don't want any drama associated with this so uh anytime you see someone with a camera i don't care if it's instagram you know um live streaming youtube whatever just just say no cameras because yeah. um i found that my biggest problem has always been chains like they're just like ah oh, we don't we don't allow that here and the smaller shops are a little more um chill you know, right. open to it yeah because yeah. they have less responsibility if something goes wrong right if uh yeah. if uh if, if a customer complains they'll just be like okay uh can you stop whereas like you know there's more of a corporate thing with the bigger chains right true true um yeah yeah, yeah and you know this isn't really the first time something like this has happened you know before before streaming was really big you know when youtube was a thing you know like there's been um as you said you know japanese youtubers but also some gaijin youtubers uh that have caused some issues <laughs> yeah. um even with signs that say no cameras no recording right. they'll they'll still record right so it's it's but it, ne it never really caused like a, a national uproar there was there's only one I remember. Uh, I think it, it, the video went viral. Um, yeah. The uh, uh, in a, a particular sushi place. So I knew you were I, gonna say this. Yeah, I knew, yeah. I knew that was it. Yeah. Well, I mean that in a way that <laughs> kind of got the ball rolling on all of it, right? I mean, I don't think it caused it, but you see an uptick, you know. Um, yeah. In that kind well, of stuff happening. That's a know? really interesting story too, because it's a friend of mine. I think yeah. you might have known him as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I heard for the two people that were there and part of it um i've heard both sides like the story which is basically like the news the news just blew it out of proportion it was like they're getting sued yeah. um the, that sushi chain is going to sue that person who who did it for a lot of money and they might go to jail and i talked to both the guys there and they're like no nah, none of that was ever going to happen it was just like you know one 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 group picked up the story from another group and like it was like telephone yeah as it passed yeah. through each media thing by the time it got like more, you know, known for everyone was like on, uh, you know, more common news. It was it made it was blown so out of proportion that it seemed like a major incident that might set a precedent. And I kind of feel like this might be the same. Yeah. Japan Japan literally said we're gonna tr we're gonna step in and stop people from doing terrible things, but we're not gonna impede YouTubers and live streamers. Literally what they said. And then, as it goes through the loops eventually on on instagram or TikTok, it's like live streaming will be banned in japan forever um and people are cycling this sort of uh you know fake news around <laughs> right right so i think yeah. it's kind of the same thing i, I feel like you know that they, they thought that was going to change youtube forever when the sushi incident happened hmm. um it's like oh it's going to change everything nothing changed <laughs> yeah. and on, i mean honestly looking back that that video the sushi video wasn't that bad like everyone in the video seemed amused right yeah so yeah. like it, it actually could have been a if if people approached it in a more positive way it could have actually promoted that chain or whatever you know they could have used that as a commercial i, I don't know yeah I mean, that would have been a good commercial I, I, it was I, it was like every aspect of life young people old right. people couples friends yeah, yeah yeah it was really cool i mean i get the um you know they want to keep up the standards for you know uh sanitary reasons or something yeah, of i mean that's that's understandable but you know it looking back, like i said looking back it doesn't actually look like it was that bad of a deal like you said telephone the fake news goes around and 
things get blown out of proportion. And uh, I think especially online, people, there's, there's no filter really, right? So people say things that they wouldn't actually say in real life. So like things get exaggerated there, you know, and so, and people will take that and then spread that. And it just, as you said, just, it's like a, a fire. It just catches fire and just blows up. Right. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. But, um, anyway, I mean, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, these things will, you know, like, you know, kind of blow over and, um, you know, won't uh, hurt your bottom dollar too much, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I guess now, um, you know, if, if they do crack down, I guess you'd be more creative, uh, do more creative things. Right. So you can, uh, yeah, I mean, personally, because, um, a lot of my content involves driving yeah. and driving, I just don't see being something that'd be like, Oh, wait, you got a camera. I mean, there's dash cams. There's all that kind of yeah. stuff. I don't see them really ever cracking down on that. Yeah. I, I hope. And so um, one advantage, I guess, as being someone that does that kind of stuff, and I also stream the countryside a lot, and I like to go to sites um, a lot more than uh, necessarily, you know, indoors or places, very crowded places, right? I do that. I do both, but I think a lot of my content involves, like, places that are not so full of people. So um, I would, yeah, I would, like you said, I'd have to be more creative um, with how I stream. And I'd probably have to stop streams like where I go to, you know, Tokyo and meet some friends. And we go to an izakaya and I'm streaming. I might have to change those kind of things or cut those kind of things. But right. I feel like overall, um, can still continue what I do. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm really, really grateful that I made the studio setup that I've made and that I started doing home streams as well. Mm -hmm. Because if IRL really did become something we can't do anymore, it's just, um, yeah, that's that's a huge. It's a huge waste, really. It's a bummer, man. Right? I mean, yeah. Because like, I, I mean, I think you have a kind of a. I'm sure other people do it too, but you have kind of a unique way of doing it. You don't just walk around a city. You actually, like you said, you drive to these places. You go. I know you went to like Tochigi. You said you went to Aomori. You've been all the yeah. way to Totori. I mean, like you've, yeah. You know, you expand your horizon, so to speak. So, um, tell me a little bit about uh, Aomori. I've been there. I enjoyed yeah. it, but what was your experience like? How did you enjoy it? Well, um, I started the, <laughs> yeah. um, I had a little bit of a rough trip, but I don't blame necessarily Al Morty for it. Mm. Um, so I've never streamed driving from, uh, you know, here in Saitama up to Northern Japan like that. Yeah. Uh, I've done up to Sendai. It's a long drive, by the way. <laughs> it is. It was about, it was about, I took about 10 and a half hours yep. off an hour sleep. So mm -hmm. I didn't plan out the trip as well as I should have. So that made it a little rougher. Yeah. Um, but I I came right after that big uh, matsuri that they have every uh, year. Nebuta, right? Mm. Nebuta, yes, yep. yeah. So the problem was I thought, okay, I'm coming after the matsuri. It's going to be great because all the hotels will be super cheap. That's usually how it is, you know. Um, if you come like after a major event, hey, you can you can usually get some cheap hotels and less crowds, right? Everyone's going home or going to the next thing. But uh, I guess uh, in the last three years, with you know. With the borders being closed and, and COVID and all that, they were not prepared for the amount of tourists that they were going to get at that festival. And um, the city was just, you know, cleaned out of food. Um, like everywhere I went was packed and understaffed. And I even went to Awada Wada, which is a major national yeah. chain, mm -hmm. you know, in Aomori City. And like the main city area, Watawara, and the guy said, I, I can seat you, but I'm the only staff here because of the festival and everyone's been kind of overworked. So you, you can just sit and maybe have a beer, but I can't really do anything else for you. Wow. <laughs> just, yeah, for, for a major chain like that, it's like either 
then close if you can't, you know, yeah, provide yeah. a service. But it's just it was just funny. It was like that cleaned out, and I had that kind of trouble for a few days. I had to eat convenience store food for a few days, so it was a little unfortunate. But I think that was just the um, the city was not prepared for the amount of people that were going to come through. They just they they had no idea it was going to be that crazy. Japan has no idea, had no idea that uh, tourism would increase so drastically. And a lot of places have been have been um, feeling the brunt of that. And uh, I went to an area in Niigata with a lot of izakayas. They all turned me away. I thought maybe it's full or maybe it's late. It was 10 p.m. But my friend went the next day, and the same thing at like at like 6 p.m., 7 p.m. Even though there's empty seats, they were all saying, "Oh, we're full. We're full." Or we're gonna, we're closing soon or something, and we got the general feeling that maybe there's just so many tourists rolling through these places that these little like mom and pop izakayas couldn't handle. You know, they don't know how to speak English. They don't have English menus necessarily, and maybe that it's just easier for them to turn foreigners away. Not not to be like racist, but just literally they can't handle it. Yeah, that that's the thing I've noticed in when, you know, not all, but anytime there's you know a sign that says no foreigners or something it's not so much a, a racism thing it's more of like right. we can't speak english and so we feel embarrassed by it so we'll just say no right we'll deny the right story. yeah i mean for the most part i think that's what it is so it's uh it's, it doesn't necessarily make it right but it's just it's more innocent i would say it doesn't come from a place of malice so to speak um yeah from my experience anyway but um no i've um i've actually been to almory uh for nebita before Oh, and, cool. Yeah, it was uh, it was a while back, uh, but I did the drive up there too. It was it was long. It was about ten and a half hours as well. Yep. Uh, yeah. I went, also went to Hirosaki. Did you go there to Hirosaki? No, no. no so I it's... did. Um, I did the one piece. Uh, the, you know the what is it called? Inakadate. I went to mm. see the the rice paddy art. Yep. That's um, cool. And yep. the, and then I went to the coast to a shrine that had uh, I don't know two hundred or so uh, Inari gates. It's a really pretty area. Oh, wow. hmm. Um, yeah, gorgeous shrine. And then I just went to the main city. Okay. Um, I want to go to the fishing village uh, that was kind of like further north, but uh, I, you know, uh, I ended up uh, meeting another YouTuber friends mm. down in Yamagata. So it just, uh, right. it was all kind of crammed together that trip. I, right. I just did it on, on on the fly. I was like, I'm gonna leave tomorrow. <laughs> and I got all ready, and yeah. it was really hectic. Yeah. Cool. So, in in your travels for you know yeah. like streaming, uh, I guess so. Um, how many prefectures have you been to? What, what's your and what, what are your plans? Like, uh, where, where, oh, where, where's next? It's actually, kind of cool you asked that. Yeah. Um, so I had a subathon, uh, my two-year anniversary, and it was basically I don't know if you know a subathon, right? Like on Twitch, mm. you know how they yeah, work. I, like, I, I'm a little yeah. bit familiar. Yeah. yeah. You, you start within a you know I started with eight hours, and then every you know sub bit or donation increases a timer, and I said. Uh, um, a, a cap at one week and I actually made it the whole week so it was a really kind of an epic seven day stream it was 150 150 hours man your, of your straight equi- streaming your equipment was uh, able to handle all that huh? well I you know I was I was always going between home and out and I did one overnight trip that one was the toughest to I was like swapping devices I was using my phone to keep it going when I was sleeping so I could charge the bag and then swap over and um but during that subathon, we I got a Dharma at the Dharma. Nice. Um, there's a there's a temple in Takasaki okay. where they where they make these and they bless them. So I, I I've been putting all the prefectures oh, sweet. Uh, that I visit on stream. So yeah. once I get all 47, 
then um, I'll turn this in and we'll make another, uh, we'll do the, you know, the other eye. The other eye. And, and we'll make another thing. So this was that, that was like the goal chosen by the community. So we've got, I don't know, 28, 30 of them on here already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you I did a, yeah. Cool, man. Um, uh, yeah. When... I, oh, yeah, I did a, I did a Kyushu trip last year. So okay. I, uh, two weeks driving. Osaka, um, Hiroshima, and then all through every prefecture in Kyushu. Nice, it was crazy. Nice. Yeah. So you, you drove all the way from Saitama to Kyushu. Yep. Right? It, um, is, is it like a ferry between the main island and Kyushu? Or, um, no, no. There's, there's a, bridge. a bridge. There's a bridge? Yeah. Okay. I uh, took the bridge over and I took a ferry um, from Oita to Ehime when I was coming back. Okay. Okay. Have you ever done a Shikoku? area yep yeah, yeah. uh not stream though i not did uh, i did it on youtube ages ago okay okay yeah because i would like um, to stream there yeah i mean that's it's a i've never been yet but uh you know i've, I've seen a lot of places there and I, I you know i have some friends who live there and they say it's great in shikoku it is yeah it's the, beautiful um, i'd like to do the um uh the hiking trail there you know visit all the little temples and everything so the um, 88 shrines yeah like in yeah. Snow. Ooh, yeah i want to do that too um yeah a buddy of mine did it on a motorcycle. He was able to do it in 10 days. Nice. Nice. Okay. But it was like, go, go, go. It was like, wake up, uh, crack of dawn. And, you know, in 10 days, right? What do you got to hit? Like, probably nine to 10 shrines a day to, yeah. to make that work, right? Is that, am I calculating that right? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 88, so like close to nine days, right? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine you, if you're hitting nine, eight or nine, shrines a day you're not really getting the full you know but i mean a lot of shrines are very similar right so yeah um, well he was going for the stamp book so he got them got he got like this he got all of them done oh nice but that's a cool experience i'd like yep. to try that sometime yep. and um you say you went to kyushu did you go down to like uh, any uh, parts of kagoshima as well yeah yeah, yeah. um i uh stupidly stayed i slept in my car very close to Sakurajima. Woke up with I woke up coughing with my car covered in in like volcanic ash. ash. Yeah, wow, that was stupid. <laughs> I went to Mount Aso as well. Okay, um, yeah, but it was also very active, and we couldn't like I couldn't drive past. I could only drive to the first like sort of checkpoint, and right. I couldn't go any further. So I sent my drone through a bit. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'd like to hit those spots too I, I was wondering if you know if you went you know all the way down to like Sakurajima and, and, yeah, and all that yeah. stuff so cool man that's uh it was fun yeah that's that's awesome that's awesome um do you know where you're heading next for the next big trip uh, have you announced that um well I'm currently raising funds for uh just like a Kansai trip I want to go down to Osaka and I have some friends in Kansai area so I'd like to see them and also every time I go to Osaka it's always just um you know drinking with buddies in Dotonbori, but I'd like to see more of the city, you know, and like, and go around and actually do, you know, day, daytime IRL and mm -hmm. travel a bit more. Cause I feel like it's just like, it's always party city. I know that's kind of what Osaka is quite known for, you know, just food and drinks, but um, yeah, I'd like to do that. I'll be going to Okinawa for a buddy's wedding um, in November, okay. early November. And it's the first time my wife and I have been to Okinawa together. So uh, very excited about that. Most of it will be like our trip, you know. Yeah. Dogs are staying in a hotel, so it'll be just us. It'd be nice. Um, but I'll I'll stream some of that too. Cool. Um, I would like to get back up north. I need to do Hokkaido. I haven't done Hokkaido yet. Um, 
and then yeah there's a handful of little places and i would have i guess streamed all 47 prefectures once i do that cool, um cool. hopefully by next year i'll have hit every place uh, every prefecture anyways nice, nice. <laughs> so. um yeah so i mean you've you know I, I guess going into like three four years into this you hit all the prefectures um what else um other than the irl streaming you also yeah. do studio streaming right so you 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 ga you do gaming mm -hmm. as well right yeah or just sitting and chatting like this yeah. uh yes yesterday i was um i i broke um like a cable in my bag the hdmi uh thing you just like popped oh, wow. off yeah yeah no. so i completely rebuilt my bag on stream and i had to the case wouldn't fit some stuff so i was like drilling it you know i was rewiring everything and then we did a test run outside came back we did some jackbox and community games so um yeah it was a fun night but uh i also i do have a podcast as well i've only done four so far uh but uh, i'm trying to also build that up when yep. i can it's yeah. um yeah like you it's it's hard it's easy to get distracted or you know put it on hold for a while right yeah, yeah. um but that's called the content crush so it's on like all platforms and everything um and i just started up a tour tour guide thing through my website so people can book me for uh like akabane night tours or if they want to do other kind of daytime tours somewhere um in kanto or, or anywhere else uh you know they can message me uh and we can work out the details but uh i haven't done one of them yet i mm. really just launched it but i yep. wanted to have you know i want to have more options basically of things that i can do yeah yeah that's really cool actually you know that's um you know something you could like a service you could offer to you know some some fans and stuff like hey you come to japan you know we can help show you around and all the some cool spots you know stuff like that so little, yeah I mean, it's, little side yeah. thing too right so <laughs> i mean it started because um so many people are visiting japan and it was actually stressing me out because um, I mean, I'm really happy that all these, uh, you know, viewers or friends or people are coming out here, but sometimes there's three or four in one week and they're all like, Hey Luke, let's hang out. Let's hang out. And I, I want to see all of them. I want to spend time with all of them. I really, sometimes I just can't like, I like physically, I was doing that for a while and I was pretty much falling behind on everything in my life. Cause this it's like, okay, uh, today's this person, tomorrow's this person. The next day's this person. Yeah. It's like, when do I have time to do YouTube, Twitch or anything else? And right. so, all right, well, um, maybe, uh, I, I, I started um, a few months ago just having to basically be like, I, I stick with my schedule. So I'll yeah. work it. If I can work it outside of my schedule, fine. But otherwise, you know, I'm sorry, but I just can't. I, I really can't meet everybody. It's unfortunate, but I just can't, you know. Right, right. Um, so then uh, some people had actually suggested, why don't you have a tour so it's actually part of your, you know, you're not missing out on anything. You can still you can still do stuff for your content or you can still make money, but you would you wouldn't, you know, be sacrificing if people really want to see you in that case you know true true yeah yeah but i want to open up to other people as well so hopefully it becomes something yeah man i mean that, that that's cool i mean you're quite creative with how you you know different ideas of incorporating it right so uh you do a variety of different things and uh it's never you know every time i've you know um checked in on the on the streams when, when i can um, it's it's always you're always somewhere else new and it's always you know meeting <laughs> someone else and and you have a good community too so um, I think um, everyone's quite positive so I think yeah that's why you know of course I wanted to also talk with you because like I know you you're a good dude and you got a good um, you, you have a really good yeah <laughs> you have a really <laughs> good audience and everything so it, it'd be a shame if these nuisance streamers would 
you know harm your your you know your business really you know because of that so it'd be a shame right and and, and the others right. too there's, there's other you know uh, you know decent streamers out there so um i have seen a few people around just in my day-to-day you know uh you know activities around um mm-hmm. central tokyo i see some streamers and stuff it was last year um but um I didn't recognize them, so I think they were maybe like just getting into it, you know. So <laughs> yeah, uh, or or they came here from abroad or something. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you find um, you know a lot of um, I, IRL streamers will will do that? They'll just uh, other than the nuisance ones, obviously, but like they'll come to Japan and kind of do um, like these little live streams as well. Like, yeah, I've had I've known a lot of people in the last year who have just um, they're either living here or they move here. And they're, and they're watching these streams and they're like, oh, well, maybe I should try it too. And they and they get out there. Um, it's very difficult, I think, in 2023 on either YouTube or Twitch to really start a new channel without some kind of previous... If you have a bunch of people following you on maybe Instagram or, or Twitter or, you know, one of the platforms like YouTube already, it might be easier to move over, but it's very difficult to just start up. But I see a lot of people trying, and sometimes they, they, they do it for a few months and they give up, and sometimes they stick with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's uh, the the fact that uh, when I started streaming, um, the phone streams were very unreliable. GoPro streams were very unreliable. It was like full-on streamer backpack or just terrible streams, which is, you know, I eventually had to go into the full streamer bag because, um, you know, my phone just was always overheating, always yeah. dropping. But, you know, the phones now are... are almost better for the most part they um they the quality is great uh they can often you know i i uh, sometimes when i go into tokyo i i just leave my whole bag behind i bring my phone i'm using one you know 25 dollar rakuten unlimited sim and it works fine in tokyo like i have yeah. barely any drops and i can so the ease of streaming now compared to when i started makes it really uh a, a, like a low hurdle for new um streamers right Whereas when when I did it, um, people were people would try it for a week or two and be like, nah, I yeah. can't I can't handle this, yeah. and I and I you know I struggled through that for you know five five months or so and then finally just dug in bought like the full kit with the little computer in the bag and yeah. all that kind of stuff. You've seen it before. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was it was still in its early stages when you saw it. So actually, okay. it might be two years or so since we've seen each other because. It's the bag it's has improved a lot yeah. since yeah. it might it might be like a year and a half yeah, or two years because you, you came to like Ginza we, we walked around Ginza a bit yeah. and, and had some drinks and I remember you had like the bag and it, a couple times it dropped out but I think it was because the building we were in like it was like a thick brick or something and maybe the the signal wasn't that that strong I don't know but uh, for the most yeah. part uh, but yeah it was it was quite impressive I I never usually I just see people like with their phones or, or something right right, but, right and some years ago this you know. Um, I, I, Twitch was already out, but uh, I think I was doing driving streams when I was still in Tochigi. Um, up doing it with uh, Periscope. Uh, do you remember Periscope? I I never used it, but I yeah, heard it. Yeah, yeah. And my phone at the time was it was pretty old, so like it would overheat and it would drop the stream. I was like, yeah, yeah. screw this, man. You know, so I, yeah, I I, I, I kind of gave up on it back then. But uh, but nowadays, like you said, it's 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 easy to kind of do that. So. And there's so many services now, right? Yeah. So, so you you got your start on Reddit, streaming. Went With to, streaming, yeah. 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 Uh, went over to Twitch. Yeah. But now there's you know 
services like Kick or now like Twitter's <laughs> Twitter's starting to integrate some streaming. Have you thought about right. like doing stuff on Twitter or, or going to Kick um, or, or I I have a Kick account, mm -hmm. but um, and you know maybe this will change. So I don't want to like shoot myself in the foot here, right. but. Right personally um and i don't think i'm the only one that feels this way i was trying to build uh you know kick as having an alternative because i never like to put all my eggs in one basket you sure. know if for some reason i got banned on twitch or twitch like shut down i would be you know at a huge loss if i didn't have some alternates you know so i was building kick up a bit but um the fact that they endorse not only endorse but support and encourage these um, nuisance streamers mm. because they're getting banned on twitch and on youtube and they go to kick and kick is basically, you know, at, currently kick is allowing these people to continue this, you know, this lifestyle that is seriously impeding uh, streamers that are trying to not cause trouble. Right. Um, so at, at the moment, I don't feel like I really want to be a part of it. Um, but if their policies change and they start, you know, also being like, hey, we don't want to be a part of this either, I would be more open to try them yeah. some more you know yeah. but since since right now they're supporting them i'm like yep i'm i'm out <laughs> yeah. you don't want to you don't want to touch that one right now right nah so i while i do have an affiliated account with them um i am not touching it for the for the time being <laughs> yeah yeah understood. Um, understood. I, i've tried other social media the problem with is is that um my social media presence on you know instagram and youtube and facebook is you know like you know around 1500 people it's not that much uh, Twitter or X or whatever is is quite small as well. So um, when I've tried to do streams on them, it seems like it primarily aims at my view, my current followers rather than bringing in new people. So it doesn't seem to do much yeah. for me personally. Um, I see a lot of people doing these crazy multi streams where they're streaming to you know Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and, you know all this stuff all at once. But I also I, maybe that's the way of the future. But for me. Um, it feels we were just talking about this on stream uh, last night. It feels a little um, like you're dividing your communities too much, and uh, you'll be having conversations with you know with someone with chatter you know people on Twitch, and then the people who are watching from YouTube or other things won't be part of that conversation. And it's also, I think each platform has a different sort of vibe. Yeah, and I it seems right. very hard. Mm -hmm. I'm sure people are, some people are really good at this. I just don't see myself being good at juggling the, the the more relaxed uh everyday life of twitch with like the more travel and um exploring focus of youtube with the more you know social uh you know like like instagram live where it's also kind of just a very short time focus on one activity or something so yeah. uh not super interesting for me at the moment yeah, but sure um, I, I think um I, I guess we'll have to wait and see about uh twitter or x i guess because um I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Uh, Elon Musk was uh, te <laughs> testing out his new streaming service um, yeah. on X, and uh, I haven't actually watched it, so I don't really know like how 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 it did. But uh, I think if if he's looking to you know improve it, that could be a a, a good platform. But it, like you said though, it, what's the reach? Is it only yeah. going to be for your audience, or or other people going to be able to find it through another means? Right. So. Um, that's uh, it's it's really, I guess from your side, it's where you can reach the most people, right? Yeah. So that was um, that was what was really appealing about Reddit, and uh, you know because they when they were when they were kind of pushing the live streams, they would take random live streams 
and they would put you on the front page. I remember that. Um, yeah. So, you know, um, I, I would, I just had like a very small YouTube channel at the time and I hadn't started Twitch. So I didn't have any, you know, basis to build or, or get discovered. Um, but when, when Reddit would put me on the front page, um, in the early days, it'd be, you know, sometimes five, 6,000 viewers later on 15, 20,000 viewers, crazy, a lot of them, yeah. a lot of them are just scrolling through and it like stops for a second and that counts as a viewer. So okay. they're, they're not really learning anything about you or, but, but every stream there'd be people who'd be like, I really want to see more of your stuff. Where can I find you? And then they would go follow my discord to get more notifications. So they'd go follow my YouTube or my Twitch. So it was um, it was a great tool for discovery that um, I don't feel like any other platform really has at the moment for 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 small streamers. They're all focusing on the big streamers that earn them money. Of course, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it's it a business. Yeah. But you know, for small streamers that want to grow, it's really difficult in 2023. You know, if you started streaming five six years ago, IRL, and then you're getting you know no problem because not many people were doing it. But now everybody can do it. Everybody is doing it. Um, a lot of people just as a side hobby. Okay, I'll, I'll stream. Yeah, sure. Why not? You know, and uh, I, I see that I see the struggle for a lot of friends. You know, they I know people who are extremely talented with great setups, much better than mine, much more talented than, than me, I feel who always stream to maybe like, you know, four or five viewers. And I, I just, you know, I, I wish that they could get that reach because they, yeah. they really deserve it, you know, and then um, Whereas you see people who have thousands of viewers who are really boring and don't do anything, but they just had have been there long enough that they've been discovered, yeah. and that's who people know, you know. Um, yeah. So I think I think if if X or any of these other platforms wants to uh, really attract a lot of streamers, they need to give better discoverability. Yeah, right, right, and you know it was like you said the um, there's some streamers that you know, put out great content, but don't get a lot of views. But then you have these people who are streaming, who are like streaming themselves sleeping and there's like a flooded room and, <laughs> and people donate. And then it like blows a horn or something like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, these kind of things. Yeah. It's, it's entertaining, but it's not really adding a lot of value. It's just like, Oh, look, the guy got hurt while he's asleep, you know? So, yeah, uh, but, yeah. but that, you know, gets a lot of views. Right. So, yeah. Um, it's, um, I guess like fast food in a way, in terms of, uh, streaming content in a way. So, yeah, it is it is yeah yeah but um have you thought about um you know of course you're based in japan but like branching out into like other parts of asia too uh, i think mm. one day i would like to do that um uh the the ideal when you when you're building a community with um you know with live streaming with you know twitch youtube any of these things is um you know of course you you initially attract people by the content that you're showing, uh, but ideally you you um, you build the community around yourself as a person. Yeah. So uh, if you're you know I've seen this with YouTubers too that that they only focus on the Japan content but they don't ever talk about themselves or share their own life. Uh, if they are to move somewhere else, their views just drop because okay. they're they're they've built an an, an audience around what they're showing, but not about themselves or. The, you know, they're, they, they really, you know, focusing on the outside. So I think, um, being connected, uh, with the community more, more personally, more naturally, uh, is, is good because then you can go to other countries. You can show other content, you know, what my first, uh, studio stream, I expected no one to show up. I, I legit thought there's no way that, uh, if I'm not showing Japan, people are going to come in and, and, and want to watch 
me sitting in a chair. I, I was so doubtful. And instead, it was a really amazing stream. People came in. They were so supportive. They loved the, the vibe. They loved the environment. Yeah. They, um, they were like, you know, this is great. And I realized that what's good about this is that I can sit and I'm not distracted by cars and bikes and people and, and sites. I can actually focus on the conversation really nicely. And um, uh, yeah, so, so sorry, it's a very long answer to your question. But um, yeah, I, I would like to expand to other places eventually. Um, Right now, monetarily, that's a little difficult. Yeah. Travel is expensive. And uh, yeah, I think uh, there's still so much in Japan I'd like to cover and see for myself even. True. Um, yeah. But, you know, eventually I would like to, to branch that out, you know. Cool, cool. Well, um, well, you know, thanks for coming on. And, yeah, uh, you know, uh, and giving your thoughts about the, the current situation and kind of what, you know, you're... Uh, you know what you're planning to do next too I, I actually I like that uh, the Dharma thing so that's uh, yeah, that's, good. <laughs> yeah. that's good and it's a good motivator too right so you, yeah and you'll have that for a while so um, where can people find you I mean obviously you know if they search your name they can find you but uh, what what are the main places uh, that they can find you yeah I mean nomadic Asian on any platform really uh, should should uh, bring up my page uh, I stream three days a week on Twitch. I do put out uh, YouTube videos, not as frequently as I used to, maybe once a month, twice a month, if right. that, compared to like once a week, like I used to, but uh, I still do them. So uh, there's that. And uh, I have a Discord so that, uh, you know, I can I can always chat with the community and post when I'm going live or what trips are coming up or what's going on. So uh, that's been pretty good too. And I post on Instagram a lot as well, like lots of, uh, travel stuff or food or interesting things so there you go cool, cool. <laughs> all right well uh thank you very much for coming on again it was it's always a pleasure yeah. uh let's hang out soon when, when, when you got yeah. some time uh and uh yeah everyone go check out uh the twitch uh instagram wherever you can find them and uh <laughs> yeah all right appreciate it man take care yeah thanks yeah, right. you too all right thanks